Welcome to the Wealth Equation Podcast with me, Wealth Ninja, Kristen Watch. If you want to be wealthy, but money feels like physics and the thought of making a budget makes you want to die, stick around. Here, we break it all down super simply. We demystify wealth so you run your money instead of your money running you. We're here to ditch the hustle, earn more, hold more, and grow more simply. We're coming in hot with practical teachings, deep mindset shifts, and the perfect amount of woo-woo so that you become the kind of woman who creates wealth with ease. Money is a dance party if you let it be. You were born for wealth, and by pressing play, your up-level begins. Hello, beauties. Whoa. So tomorrow, November 29th, marks one year since we launched the podcast. And it's not going to be on this pod, but I've had a few of you reach out asking how we started, how we launched and how we got the results we did. You know, we are top ranked in 17 countries. We hit number one on launch day for all of all the podcasts in business and investing in all of Costa Rica. I booked seven and eight figure guests when I had never, ever podcasted before. I had no experience doing any of it. We filled a Facebook group with almost a thousand people for the launch in like four days. It was wild. And I really want to share some behind the scenes of all of that in celebration of this past year. But today I want to talk to you about something else. So stay tuned for that podcast, which will be dropping soon. I'm going to record that this week. But today I want to talk to you about four numbers you must be tracking to really boost your sales and cut your workload. You know, when we talk about earning efficiently, income optimization, it's not about working harder, right? That's like literally the, the hardest and laziest way you can go about growing your business. And I want to break down for you how tracking just a couple of numbers can actually help you immensely and steal back so much of your time. So for anyone that has an aversion to tracking things, to measuring things, you know, you're not afraid of numbers. You're afraid of what your mind is telling you when you look at certain numbers, right? When you look at your bank account and your mind goes, there's not enough there. Or when you look at your, you know, your profit and loss statement and you feel overwhelmed, it's because of what you're making that mean. Like, I don't know what to do with this. It's too much. I'm not good with this, right? You don't feel that way when you tell the time, right? So it's only certain numbers you're making up these stories, right? I want you, and instead of trying to, there are literally thousands of things you could track in your business. And I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with which numbers they need to be looking at. You know, my Instagram following, my Facebook friends, my email, my email list, my conversion rates on my website, like all of these things. It's like, where the hell to begin? I want to break down for you these four numbers that are actually the first and most important things you need to be tracking. And this will give you the ability to put in fewer hours and get more out of it, make more money, right? With more ease. You know, if you're not tracking these four, You don't need to be looking at anything else. Now, the first is leads into sales calls. The next is sales calls into clients. The next is clients into renewals. And then revenue into payments. 
this is all going to break down for you income, you know, how to generate more sales, how to grow your income in your business. There was a whole another podcast I did on revenue, you know, what to do with the money when it comes in, you know, revenue, profit, and cash flow, and managing all of that. But here I'm going to specifically break this down for sales. Now, I want you to be looking at conversion rates. The absolute numbers of a lot of these things don't really matter. It's your conversion rates that matter. And here's why. This is how I was able to hit six figures in the first eight months of this business with an Instagram audience of like less than a thousand. I think we maybe had 600 Instagram followers because the the absolute number of the, the number of followers that you have doesn't matter as much as how many of those people are converting into clients are converting into revenue for you. And so this is the easiest way to close those gaps, just being more efficient with where you're spending your time. And the reason that I love tracking things, the reason that I love to sit down with these numbers are because you can so clearly see where to focus. You can so clearly see how to make decisions and what to do next. This is why numbers give you so much power. Instead of just trying to do more shit haphazardly, you actually can do fewer things and again, get more out of it. So the first is leads or, you know, potential clients into sales calls. So what is a lead? A lead, you know, and, and call it whatever, whatever you want. It's, it's somebody that has a higher intention to buy than like, it's not an Instagram follower. It's somebody that has maybe subscribed to a freebie of yours or, you know, registered for a masterclass or submitted an inquiry through your website or reached out to you on WhatsApp to ask about, you know, booking a session. A lead is someone with a higher intention to buy. They're, they're, they've expressed interest in some way in your work, in your services, in your products. Maybe they signed up to your newsletter list. Maybe they registered for an opt-in to get 15% off their first purchase with you. Those are leads. Now, the reason you might have a ton of leads, and I think this is really, really common, you might have a ton of leads or a ton of people being interested. And this is why it's so powerful, right? Is because you, I, I see a lot of people, you know, you might be focused or spending like, say an extra 10 hours a week, you know, logging in after dinner to create more content, thinking you have a content problem when really you actually are just not converting the people that you have into paying clients for you. The reason, some of the reasons you might not be converting leads, like people that have expressed interest into people booking sales calls are because you're not clear with your offer. You're really, really vague, right? People actually don't know what you do. Like go to your Instagram profile or go to your website and read this as a potential client who's never experienced this before. Like never, it doesn't know what you do, doesn't know how you can help them or your offer isn't compelling, right? You're not being very specific with it. If your ideal client doesn't know exactly how you can help them, they're not going to get on a call with you. Or are you making it really hard for people to book a call? Like you literally, I can't even tell you how many, how many people's Facebook profiles I go to or Instagram profiles. And I can, literally can't even find your website. Like I have no idea how to get in touch with you. You're making it really difficult. I was trying to find the other day, there's a new uh, a new restaurant that opened in Osara and I was trying to find their website. Actually, this happened with two businesses. I was trying to find their website and their location, couldn't find it anywhere. No menu, no nothing. And it's like, how are people going to find you 
if you don't give them the information about how to actually make purchases from you. Another example, I went to, I, I was looking for a yoga class and I went to, again, the Instagram profile of this, you, you know, yoga, yoga shala, and I couldn't find their schedule anywhere. I'm like, I want to do a yoga class, but you're making it really hard to find your schedule. I have to scroll through a hundred posts to figure out if there's a class on Friday, like make it easy for me, put the schedule like right, right up and like, what is the information your clients need to know in order to book a call with you. They need to know exactly what you do for who the specific result you deliver. You know, it's the difference between saying, I'm going to put you back into the driver's seat of your life versus I help new moms feel better in their body and lose the last 10 pounds, right? It's like, that is so specific. It's like, you're really, really clear on what you do and who it's for. Don't make it hard for people. Another reason this might be happening is just that you're not actually making offers. When you talk to people at networking events, or you meet people out in person, are you telling people what you do? And if they say, Ooh, that sounds interesting. I think I need that. Are you telling them what to do next? Here's how I work with people. Do you want to jump on a call with me? Are you make, having clear call to actions in your content? Book a call here. <laughs> Drop the word X below to find more details, right? Are you, you got to tell people exactly what to do. Don't assume that they know that's your job. Or another reason this happens is you're not following up. People might be expressing interest, but you're not following up with them. And this often comes from the belief of like, people don't actually want to buy from me, or I don't want to be too salesy. I actually reached out on an event that someone was hosting and I expressed interest in wanting to go and they never got back to me. I was like, you literally lost business because you're not getting back to the people that are expressing interest in wanting to work with you because you believe that because they didn't reply to your email, they don't want to book a call when really maybe they just got busy. Maybe they totally forgot. They have a thousand other things that have nothing to do with you, but are still really interested, but you're not following up with them. Following up with people that have expressed interest in working with you is really, really important. Every time we host a masterclass, I follow up with almost everyone that expressed interest in coming, almost everyone. And I let them know, Hey, the replays are expiring on X day. Did you get a chance to watch the masterclass? It's like, they have a thousand things. I know they want to see it because they reach out and they're super excited, but the kids got in the way or they had their parents over for dinner this week or they were, you know, they got sick, right? So don't assume that people don't want to work with you and let that get in the way of you having a really clear and consistent process. And the next thing that you want to be measuring is your sales calls into clients. So like how many of your sales calls are you converting into paying clients? And now some of you guys don't do sales calls, but either way, you still have a sales process, right? If somebody just hits your website, your, your sales process is on that website. You have to, at some point, communicate what you do clearly enough for somebody to buy. And some of you guys will be doing that on a call. Some of you will be doing that in, you know, just messages, right? Just DMing. Maybe people reach out to you in, in chat and you just explain what you do right there. Some of you guys will be doing that directly on your website. And so the reason that you're not converting enough sales calls into clients are usually because your process sucks or you don't have one. Now, so many people have like 
a thousand beliefs about what it means to sell. And this, I think, is one of the biggest things that gets in the way of women really building and scaling powerful, successful, like high ticket businesses. Often we believe that we're doing like we're doing more harm than good when we sell to people or we're taking from people in some way. It's like, no, your ideal clients are dying to buy from you. I went to an event last night and it was like such a gift to be able to give these women money because the, the experience they offered was worth way more than I paid way more. Otherwise I wouldn't have paid it. There are a thousand other people that live in this town that didn't go because they're not interested in that. So for your ideal clients, they're dying to pay you. They see so much value in what you're doing. The only reason they're not paying you now is because you're not clear on the value you're delivering, or they don't even know you exist, or you're not answering all their you know, objections or questions clearly enough. So when you, when it comes to sales guys, you are doing people like you are giving people such a gift by selling them something. You are changing people's lives. Think about your best clients, like the transformation that they receive from working with you, the way that their lives are impacted from the work that you do together. They need to know what you do. A great sales process takes somebody through, you know, really understanding, and this is not getting everyone to a yes. This is understanding deeply what you, like what somebody needs, right? And whether you can help them. I tell people, you know, when we get on, people get on a call with me, when women get on a call and we get, you know, a few minutes in or to the end of the call, I'm like, this program isn't actually right for you right? This is not the right stage for where you're at. Here's where I think you should go. And then you can come back. I'll tell people that because I don't want people signing up that are not going to get the results. I know they can, can get, I don't want anyone signing up if I don't think I can help them or my program's not the right fit for them. That's what the sales process is meant to do. It's meant to uncover whether you can help them or not, whether they really want to work with you. Do they think it's a good fit and answering all their questions right? And the the other piece that a great sales process does is first of all, you set the container, right? This is not just a random conversation. The client is looking to you to guide them through the process, telling them like, what is next? How does it work? They want to feel safe. They want to feel led by you, right? That, That you have done this before, that you know how to uncover whether or not they're a good fit, you know, whether you can help them. Not that just, not that you're just showing up haphazardly to have a chat, right? Your clients want to know that you've got them, that you are the expert. And an important piece of this is really uncovering all the things that might get in the way from your ideal clients buying from you. Now, this is not about convincing somebody to buy This is not about pushing or forcing anyone to buy. This is about for the people that are a great fit for the work that you deliver and the people who want to be a yes, it's about really understanding and having a discussion around what's in the way for them, right? Do they really want the result that you deliver? You know, for example, I have, I've, I've struggled with, you know, IBS, like tummy issues for freaking forever. Literally, if you like, it, it feels like this thing will just like never go away. And I have spent so much money, guys, so much money on naturopaths, on, you know, holistic doctors, on functional medicine doctors, on, you know, Western medicine. I have done like literally everything. And the biggest thing that comes up for me when I go to think about investing in another practitioner or in doing another treatment is like, this is it's just going to be one more thing that doesn't work. 
right? And that's the biggest thing that stands in my way. Now, I have made so much progress, right? And so for those those doctors that have actually gotten me progress on certain things, imagine if I didn't say yes to them because I just believed it weren't possible. Or, you know, when I finally do clear this, there will be a point that I will have to say yes or get to say yes to another practitioner who does support me to actually shift the things that need to be shifted this last little piece. And the things that are standing in my way are, can I trust this person? Do they know what they're doing? Is it going to be worth it? Is it going to be worth the money? Is it actually, the biggest thing is like, it's not going to work for me. And when we make decisions from the place of this isn't going to work for me, we say no to the things that we, we actually want to be doing that are going to work. And this is what your ideal clients are up against when they're thinking about saying yes to you. All the bullshit that's in the way of them actually craving the result that you deliver, the product, the service, like they want what you're offering or they wouldn't be there. They want to buy from you or they wouldn't be on your website, right? They want to buy from you or they wouldn't be on the sales call. And what gets in the way of you answering, you know, answering their objections or their questions really clearly and in a compelling way is your own bullshit about them not wanting to buy or you not wanting to be pushy, right? Are you willing to to challenge people on how they're currently making decisions? Are you willing to ask the tough questions? right? Sometimes, especially on sales calls, we get in our own heads about what we, like we would rather be liked than actually do what's best for our clients, right? Are you sitting in the space? And this is true, you know, also on a coaching call, like I would much rather my clients get results and make the changes that they, they need to make to make them the money that they want than them like me. Sometimes that means I've got to challenge them on how they're making decisions, right? Or just, you know, offer with curiosity, like question, like what's really there for you, right? If you had, if you sense people are resistant when, when they're on calls with you, like asking like, what's really there, you know, what's in the way it sounds like this, you know, it sounds like you really want this. I'm just curious. And so like getting really curious. And I think that the two things that will benefit you the most on sales calls are being really, really curious about what's really there for them, right? And coming, coming, approaching it from a place of service, right? Being very detached about the outcome. If you need them to be a yes, to feel good about yourself, it's going to be a real problem. One of my, uh, one of my previous coaches, actually a, f- a frame that she offered to me that I think is really valuable is what would you say to this person if you weren't receiving the money? Like, what would you actually say if this was your girlfriend and it wasn't you getting the money, how would you actually treat that conversation? It's a totally different frame. And if you find, now this isn't a number that you need to track necessarily, but if you find that you're working with a lot of clients, so maybe you're getting yeses on sales calls, you're actually signing a lot of clients, but you aren't making a lot of money from it, or you're not making the money you want, maybe say you're a massage therapist and you're, you know, you're booked out. This happens for a lot of people that do, that have service-based businesses that do a lot of one-on-one work. If you're like maxed out for clients, if you've sold out your offers or you, you don't have a lot more space 
in the week or you feel like really exhausted and depleted and you're like, I can't, I don't have much capacity to take on more clients. Your pricing is too low. Now, many people price on like they set their rates or their prices based on what they think people can afford instead of the value that people are, that you're delivering the value that your ideal clients perceive it to be. Now I have a whole nother podcast on pricing and value. And so definitely go listen to that pricing value and discounting, I think is what it's called, but really get clear on one of my, one of my biggest philosophies is is really getting clear on like when you set your rates, the value that you're delivering. And so instead of lowering your rates, you want to increase the value and don't price your rates based on what other people, what you think other people can afford, right? Because you're always going to find people who can't afford or aren't willing to afford what you're paying, right? If you are a doctor that works with someone uh, on their stomach issues, right? You're going to get people that are willing to pay whatever it would take to solve that problem. And then you're also going to get people that are not willing to pay $10 for that session. So instead of pricing it based on what the person in front of you is saying, like if you ever get on a call and someone tells you your stuff is too expensive and you think to yourself, Ooh, maybe it is, you know, you've got a problem. That's never the place you want to be making decisions from. That's crazy. You want to be holding so confident in your value that you don't waver and finding and attracting and communicating to the the clients that see way more value than you deliver at that level. This is so, so important guys. And then the next metric you want to be tracking is your clients into renewals. This is something I think a lot of people miss. I did for so long. I literally guys, when I launched from as many mastery, I didn't allow past students to, to rejoin. I literally, in my mind, I was like, they have the formula for wealth. It's everything they need. At that time, the program was actually three months long. And I was like, they never, you know, why would they want to work with me again? Like they have all the content. And then I think it was maybe a year, a year and a half later, I decided to open it up to past students. And so many of them were like, oh my God, we've been dying for you to offer us something. But I was just like, they've got everything they need. And here's the reason, because yeah, they have the formula they have the content, they have the videos, but what really creates the transformation is being inside the container and getting coached deeply on your strategy, on your mindset, on blocking what's in the way. And of course, you know, the women that I work with, they'll hit six figures or they'll hit, you know, 200 grand a year. And then they'll be like, what's next, right? I have a client that last week jumped onto our call and she just almost doubled her income to 370 grand a year. And of course, like we celebrate that so deeply. And then there will come a point in the next few weeks where she'll be setting, you know, coming into the new year, she'll be setting another goal. Of course, it's like, what is next? What do I need to do to create that next milestone? Not from a place of not enough, but from a place of, Ooh, this is juicy. Why wouldn't I want to keep working with you? I just got the most amazing results ever. And so if you are not asking your clients, if they want to renew, you're missing a whole bunch of money that could be coming into your business. And also a whole bunch of impact you could be having, right? The, the people who have already bought from you want to buy again. They're so excited about working with you, but you got to let them know how. And I was so surprised even after we started doing that, 
you know, every launch that we had, I was so surprised about how many of my past clients, even though I sent it out in so many emails, I post about it on social media. I said all the things, how many of them didn't actually know that they could rejoin? Didn't know that that was okay. Like some of them, I actually sent voice notes to, to let them know. And they were like, oh, I didn't even realize that. Like, you got to be so clear about all of this. Make it easy for people. And then the last metric you want to be tracking is revenue into payments. And this is actually really important because there's a difference between somebody agreeing to pay you something and them actually paying you. So if you have a lot of late payments, if you have a lot of clients ghosting you, if you have a lot of people, like a lot of bad debt, which means they are never paying you, you really want to close this gap. And don't be weird about taking payments, right? I, it, it's one of the things that I pay for every week is I have a chef that comes and brings me food every week. And she waits like weeks and weeks to send me my invoices. And it drives me mental. I'm like, I literally just want to pay you. It really feels so much better for me when it's just like clean and the the exchange has been done so that I can just enjoy the service. Same same thing happens when I get massages. I'm like, I would rather pay in advance and then I can just freaking enjoy my massage instead of getting to the end of the massage and then being like, oh my God, now I have to log into my banking and do all these things. And I'm like, Like, I want to pay you. Your ideal clients want to pay you guys. This is really important. Or, you know, having having a really clear policies and systems around payments, right? How are you taking payments? Is it, are you sending manual invoices when you can just put people on a monthly subscription that automatically charges them every month? Are you being weird about charging late fees? This is like, this is so important. Late fees, late fees are they're a way of incentivizing somebody to pay you on time. It's not about the late fee, right? And when it comes to boundaries, especially around your payment terms, it's so important that you really get clear on, are you making decisions from the place of what's best for you and your business being sustainable and ultimately your clients, because a sustainable business supports your clients and your future clients Or are you making decisions from the place of, I want to be liked, right? Are you weird about following up with people and charging the late fees or telling them, you know, that you have clear current terms and conditions around things? Are you, you know, strange on a sales call about taking a payment there, right? Are you allowing people to go weeks without paying you, without saying anything? Because you're like, I don't want them to, I don't want them to not like me. All of these are critical pieces to, for you to get clear on, to actually cre- create the business and the life that you desire. And these four metrics, like these four things are the first place that you want to focus. And I think that it can be really easy to get lost in metrics and stats and like numbers about things. If you aren't clear on these four numbers and your conversion rates on these numbers, Email open rates don't matter. Link clicks don't matter. Website traffic doesn't matter. Landing page conversion stats don't matter. Your story views, your likes, your comments, your follower growth. None of that matters. Because if you're like, this is, those numbers can be important if you identify. Now, when you think about the four stats that I just went through, you're comparing your past results to your, you know, your current and future results over time. 
right? So is your sales call conversion getting you more clients or is it dropping, right? And then you get to inquire about why. Are more clients renewing with you now or less? Do you have fewer leads turning into sales calls? Then you get to ask yourself why. And so this is how the data is so powerful. Because when you figure out kind of where your gaps are, you know exactly where to focus and all of your time is so much more potent. So for example, if you're getting, you realize that you have a ton of leads coming through, but not a lot of people booking sales calls, then you can dive into some of those other stats. You can look at your email open rates. Like, is anybody opening your emails? Well, if nobody's opening them, what's happening? Is your subject line not compelling? right? Are people opening them and not clicking to to book calls with you, right? So that's when you dive deeper and then you you get clear on what's working and what's not so that you're really specific with your time. There's no point in deciding to create 10 more Instagram posts a week if you have thousands of people on your email list and nobody's clicking your links, right? This is the power of being able to focus and like income efficiency is how you leverage your time and you get better results with less effort. So you can actually spend more time with your family, more time on vacation. I can't tell you how many people I know that have like massive Instagram following, you know, tens of thousands of Instagram followers, hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers, and literally aren't making any money. This is why. Be really clear about the things that you're, the stats that you're focusing on. I never, guys, I never look at comments or likes or story views or any of that because none of that matters. I just create, I spend time, I spend all of my time thinking about creating compelling content that makes, that creates value for my ideal clients so that they are more clear on what I do and that they're getting value before they buy from me. That's where I want you taking all of your mind. And so don't shy away from the numbers. Lean into these numbers. Get clear on what they are. Get clear on where your gaps might be and do the uncomfortable work. Instead of allowing yourself to just work more hours, do the uncomfortable work about of doing the things that are actually going to move the needle for you, of sitting down and having the uncomfortable conversation with yourself about, I think the reason we avoid some of these things are because we're like, I don't know the answer. For some of us, it's so much easier to create more content or, you know, to get lost in admin or to sit in Canva or to dilly dally with our website, right? It's so much easier to do that than to sit down and look at your renewal rate and be like, no one has renewed with me this whole year. Why? What do I think I'm not saying, right? What is in the way? What in my mind is in the way of me having those conversations? What is in the way of me following up with all of the people that inquired in the last month? What is in the way of me having a more compelling sales conversation right? It's so much easier to do the comfortable shit, (laughs) but let me tell you, you will make way more money and have a much more sustainable business and feel so much better about your life when you learn how to close these gaps and solve some of these problems. And it's so fun when you see yourself getting better results in less time, your mind is going to be blown and you're going to enjoy life so much more. 
So fun, my loves. Go deep on all of this. I hope you have a beautiful week and tune in next week for that pod on behind the scenes of us launching The Wealth Equation. I love you. And remember, you were born for wealth. Thank you to everyone tuning in. It is always a vibe to be with you here every week. If you're digging the pod and you want to go deeper on mastering your money and growing your wealth, I invite you to book in a free wealth audit with me. You can find the link for that in the show notes. We'll spend some time diving into where you're at with money, where you want to be, and I'll give you a full breakdown of exactly how to get there. Give yourself the gift of doing that now. You can have more ease and clarity with money now. And let's be honest, you deserve it. I love you. And remember, you were born for wealth.